Supreme Court ruling has me asking the question, could the free market solve the issue in the first place? You know, a, a more libertarian approach to the issue. Also, I received the survey in the mail, and I'll go into details about it, but we're going to just do it live. We're going to do the survey live because it's from the Republican National Committee. And my God, some of it is just insane. All this and a little more coming up. Welcome to Friday, June 8th, 2018. That is if you're listening to it on this very day. Otherwise, it's not really welcome to July 8th, 2018. But, you know, I'm going with what I'm going with right now. And uh, that's what we're sticking with. Because this is my show and it's allowed to be my format. And um, that's the format that I'm going with. And if you don't like it, just let me know, and maybe maybe I can compromise with you, or maybe I'll say get over it. It's my show. I you know it it it, it there's there's you know I I never said you couldn't request something. I just said that I have the ultimate authority here. So that that's all I'm saying. I'm coming off of a nasty week. Like it's probably prevalent in my voice, but um, uh, earlier this week I got slammed with some kind of sinus viral infection type thing. And it wreaked havoc on me for a couple of days. Like, I, I really felt like I woke up and I felt like I was dead. I either felt like I was dead or I felt like uh, what a pile of poop might feel like if you stuck it in the microwave and nuked it for about 30 seconds. Like, that's maybe how I felt at the best of it. And at the worst of it, I just felt like maybe I should, you know, call out of work every once in a while and, and do something for my health, <laughs> you know. But we got through. I'm mostly not sick now. In fact, as soon as I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going out for a bike ride. My uh, my old five-mile bike ride, which I actually did earlier this week when I was dead sick and probably should not have done that um, because I'm stubborn. And I said, screw it. Body, you're going to take it. And it did open up my sinuses at least. And I, I almost biked the whole five-mile thing, except on my way back home, my handlebars dislodged from um, from their positioning, and they were free-floating, and so I had to walk the bike home, get my Allen wrench, and uh, fix that. So hope, you know, I'm hoping that doesn't happen this time. My Bluetooth speaker also crapped out, and that, that wasn't fun either, because when I go on these bike rides, I clip. I have one of those clip Bluetooth speakers. I clip it on to the handlebars. And uh, I hook it up to my phone, and I have this little biking playlist of all various sorts of music, whether it's new to me and I want to hear it, or it's old classic stuff uh, that I already know I like. Classics by my definition, not like classics or old. Like, uh, yeah, I'm biking around listening to, you know, freaking uh, Frankie Valley sing about um, Big Girls Don't Cry and Crap. No, I'm not doing that on my bike. Sorry. 
if I did like that song, it would be what we call a guilty pleasure, okay? Just like listening to, I don't know, uh, the, the Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Wicked Bikini by Brian Hyland is a, is a um, you know, guilty pleasure, all right? Or I like how listening to anything done by Owl City and dance electronica music is a guilty pleasure or how techno music is a guilty pleasure. Like, no, I'm going to let people listen to the heavy metal that I listen to normally, which is which predominantly dominates my musical taste. But some of the other stuff is going to remain hidden gems. One hit wonders usually love freaking one hit wonders. And I don't know why I can't help it. Um, same thing with like electronica music. You you play doing it right by uh, Depeche Mode. Is that who did that one? Now it was Daft Punk. What the hell, Depeche Mode? See, I don't I don't. But you play doing it right by like Daft Punk, and for some reason I can't like I'm a little addicted to it. Probably from my childhood days of listening to Eiffel 65. You might remember them. They were the band band that sang Blue, Daba D, Daba Die, or If I Was Green I Was Die, which which were made up lyrics. Completely made up. Never, There was never any truth to that crap. Uh, I listened to that. I bought that album. Yes, I bought that album by Eiffel 65, which was called uh, Europop. And I actually listened to and liked every song on that album, whereas everybody else could only tell you that they sang the song Blue. And that was it. I also have their other album. What? What? Their other album? Their other album. They had another album. Guilty pleasure, all right? I'm a, I'm a sucker for it. I don't know why, all right? But stop judging me because I'm not making you listen to it unless I'm on my bike riding around the neighborhood. Then you might have to listen to it for 0.2 seconds. You won't even really be able to hear it that well. And I'm now I'm shoving a cat off my lap because they my animals love to bug me when I'm talking about podcast stuff. Get out of here. I could just close my office door. That would be the easy route. But I don't go for the easy route. All right? I like accomplishing crap. Speaking of, I have no idea if I talked about this. I probably didn't. Um, All things considered. Now I'm opening my calendar to see if I talked about this. Was it, you know, was it possible? Um, oh, well, I might have talked about it already. I don't know. I have this giant Lego set right here. Boba Fett's ship from um, The Empire Strikes Back. I bought this uh, Master Collector's Lego set edition that had like fourteen or 1,500 pieces. And it took me like 10 hours collectively to put together. And it is just amazing. It's sitting on my desk right here next to me. One of the most amazing Lego sets I've ever put together. And it's sitting next to my Millennium Falcon. But it is bigger than that. It is quite a deal bigger than that. Um, and it, And it's just beautiful to look at. I love looking at it. And I feel accomplished because I put that together. I did that one all by myself. Because all the other Lego sets I buy, my wife wants to help me. This one, she was like, I'm going to read. You put that one together. Happy birthday. Bye-bye. Now, if I could only convince her to drop the $700, $800 for the Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon, which I think she would be if we didn't live in such a tiny house. So maybe now is the time to start pushing for not having a tiny house anymore. I don't know. Because I am in the middle of replacing the flooring 
which I'm about to kick that project back up. You might remember that project from a couple of months ago when I was talking about that. And I finally got the office done, and this is beautiful, and now I have to get the rest of the house done. And every time I look at it, I just go, oh, this was a dumb idea. I mean, I feel very accomplished with it. I'm very happy with it, and I want to get it the rest of the house done. I just wish that I could snap my fingers and make it done. But but that's such is life. You can't do that. And some people are like, well, why didn't you get a contractor? Well, because I'm I'm a stubborn son of a bitch and wanted to save the three thousand, four thousand extra dollars and just do it myself for half as much. Selfishness is why. Selfishness and greed. Not really greed. Frugality is what we'll call it. So, yeah, I got to get it done. I can't keep these 40-some boxes of flooring sitting behind me forever. And I know this room, at least anyway, since putting this floor down, has been much, much cooler than it ever has before. So I know it's just going to help me out in the expenses, and then I can get the insulation underneath the house, and then I'm just increasing the value of the house. I'm just being a smart American. Duh. Get on board. All right. So what that's what what that's the personal update for the past week. Um let's start with let's start with this thing, man. I got uh I got this 2018 congressional district sension set sension census commissioned by the Republican Party Ronna McDaniel chairwoman. Um and it was actually sent to me on my birthday. Can you believe that? I'm not going to read all of this because it's a, a bunch of this is nonsense. But apparently, here, here, here's here's how it starts. Uh, Dear Mr. Fritz, because you don't get my last name, um, dated May 25th, 2018, my birthday. Um, but I just got this the other day in the mail. And uh, it says, quote, enacting President Trump's agenda is going to take a massive grassroots effort all across America. It is a battle we must win. And now this next line is underlined. So you know it's serious. And we must ensure we maintain Republican control of Congress to do it. I don't see where that's pertinent. Congress has had control, or Republican, the Republicans have had control of the Congress for quite some time now and have managed to do nothing with it, even with a Republican president now. Nothing with it, but it's dire that we make sure that they maintain control. That is why, as the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, I have authorized our 2018 census of every congressional district in the country to begin immediately. Enclosed is your official 2018 congressional district census document with registered code in my name as a representative of Wilmington. How they're sending me this, by the way, I have no idea because I'm not registered as a Republican voter. I have not been registered as a Republican voter Dun, da, 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 ever. Never was I registered as a Republican voter. Ever. I did do a lot of volunteer work for the GOP back in my high school days because I was young and ignorant. So, that, you know, I mean, that much. So, I don't know why I'm getting this. Um, oh, look, right here. Like three paragraphs down. Mr. Uh, Fritz, because of your high level of political involvement... Your personal input on the questions presented in your census document is imperative to our nation's future. How do they know that? Do they know I do this podcast? 
Is there any mention of Fritzcast in here anywhere? Let's hold on. Let's do the proper thing and skim through and see if they mention anything about podcast. Okay. Oh, this is in bold. So obviously this is an important part. I'm making the special appeal for your financial help because we cannot make major progress in taking our country back as long as the Democrats and the liberal media misrepresent our message and hold Donald Trump's presidency hostage. This is bold and underlined. It is absolutely vital that we have the funds to fight back. No mention of Fritz Cast anywhere. No mention of Fritz Cast anywhere. All right, so that's junk. Junk That's what that is. So here's the census. Um, so let's see. They want they want it back by June 25th. Uh, let's see up at the front. So this is the 2018 Congressional District Census. Uh, special note: You have been selected to represent voters in Delaware's at-large congressional district. In close, please find documents registered in your name. How did you get my information? You bastards talk to the NSA is what you did. And you're not supposed to be with the NSA because you're supposed to be limited government. But you freaking lie, you bastards. All right. Uh, Mr. Fritz, your participation is urgently needed. As a key facet of our overall strategy to prevail in making America great again. Oh, you already lost me. The Republican Party is conducting a census of key members and supporters in the congressional districts all across our nation. The opinions registered in this document will be used to build a nationwide grassroots network that will help us maintain our Republican congressional majorities and show that President Trump has the support of American people to continue to move forward and act on the critical issues facing our country. It's very, uh, I feel like that should have been read in Donald Trump's voice. Let me try that again. As a key facet of our overall strategy to prevail in making America great again, the Republican Party is conducting a census of... No, we're not going to do that the whole time. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Please answer all questions. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Section 1, political profile. Do you generally identify yourself as a conservative Republican, independent voter who leans Republican, Democrat, moderate Republican, liberal Republican, Tea Party member, or other? Other. We'll go with other. We'll put libertarian. I'll put libertarian and big bold. Maybe I'll write it in, like, Sharpie so they can see it and they'll bleed through. I don't know. Number two, do you have interest in serving as a volunteer to help at your local Republican Party headquarters or assist a Republican candidate in your area? That's just a yes or no question. That's, I mean, for instance, Anthony Del Colo, my state representative, my state senator. He's a Republican that I would help. He is a Republican I would get behind. But the party in general, I I did that game once. Nope. That's a no. Did you vote for Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election? Again, just a yes or no question. No. No, I did not. I did not. I voted for a pothead. You know, I voted for a pothead. And uh, do I regret my decision? No, I don't. Uh, Do you plan on voting in the 2008 midterm elections? If I have something to vote for in the midterm elections, sure. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I can't vote in... What's the the word I'm looking for? Um... 
you know the ele- it's not the election it's like the the primaries i can't because i'm not registered democrat or republican so i can't vote in those but 2018 midterm elections yes i always vote um uh, if yes, do you plan on voting for Republican candidates? Yes or no? That's again, that's just too black and white. If the Republican candidates are good Republican candidates that promote liberty and limited government, then then yes. But if they're just if they're just doofuses that'll do what Trump says to do, then no. Uh, what age category below applies to you? Uh, Twenty six to thirty five. Very simple question. Uh, number seven, how close do you think your views are to other voters in your community? <laughs> I'm, a limited, I'm a limited government libertarian guy, so maybe somewhat close. Probably leaning towards not very close. We'll go with no opinion. No opinion. Question number eight, from what media source do you, regular, do you regularly receive your political news? You can check more than one box. There's uh, ooh, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, news websites. That's that's an option. News websites is an option. Local newspaper. That's the news journal. It's it's poop. Nope. Uh, friends, friends. That's a media source that you regular that that you can receive on the reggie. Is your friends? Okay. Fox News. Facebook, internet blogs, radio, Twitter, candidate websites, national magazines, and social networks. That's crazy. That's crazy that you would even ask that. Uh, Section 2, general issues. Question number 1. Do you think President Trump is leading our nation in the right direction, or do you feel that things are going in the wrong direction? Wrong direction, right direction, or unsure? Oh, man, these things are just way too narrow. Um, uh, unsure. Because there's been things in the right direction. There's been things in the completely wrong direction. Well, unsure. We'll go with that one. Sure. Uh, two, do you think Congress is committed to passing President Trump's agenda? I have a hard time trying to figure out what this agenda is. So... Uh, unsure. I'm gonna say unsure because uh, his agenda anyway has been all up and down and left and right and and crap. That number three. Do you believe your state's representatives in Congress support President Trump's agenda? Well, no, they don't. It's uh, they're all Democrats, all of them. So so no, no. Uh, do you currently trust the federal government bureaucracy to act in the best interests of the citizens of your nation? Ha! Yes, no, or no opinion. I'm going to blot in hell no. Hell no. Um, oh, man, it's like a Scantron thing. There's correct answers. and Oh, man. Sad. I'm still going to do it. I don't care. Uh, number five, do you believe the national media has a strong bias against all things Donald Trump and Republican and fails to tell America's voters the real facts about Republican policies, principles, goals, and accomplishment? Come on. I mean, I do believe there is media biases. I do believe that the media tends to sway the way of progressive liberal stuff. 
I don't shy at the word liberal per se because I'm socially liberal. You know, I'm fiscally conservative. Something that neither party is at all ever. Six, do you think political correctness has gotten out of hand in America? Maybe. Uh, please mark an order of importance with one being most important. Which five issues you feel must be priorities addressed by President Trump and our Republican Congress? Let's see. Um, these are the options. Reduce government regulations in order to create jobs. Sure, why not? Cut the federal deficit, which, by the way, The Hill has reported skyrocketed to $350 billion or trillion dollars or something. Hold on. $530 billion in May skyrocketed to $530 billion U.S. deficit right now. And the House just passed... Trump's plan to claw back $15 billion in spending, which seems quite arbitrary, at $530 billion in deficit. So so cutting the federal deficit, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Rebuild the nation's infrastructure, which is desperately needed. I'll go with that. Uh, deal with North Korea's nuclear threats, or nuclear, nuclear threats. Uh, address national opioid crisis, put an end to gun violence in our nation's schools, regenerate, or no, renegotiate trade deals, strengthen the America's military, which, by the way, is the strongest military on the face of the earth and spends more than, like, the next ten nations combined in military. uh, Like, strengthening the military when you bring it up, that's something that, it's it's a buzz phrase, that they throw out there, hey, we we got to strengthen the military. It's pretty damn strong. I don't really think you need to tweak and add more. I, I, I honestly don't. In fact, there are certain aspects that should be scaled back with the military. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. Address the care of our nation's veterans. Long overdue, um, we always crap on those that we send off to fight wars in other countries for other things. Other than American freedom and prosperity. So we should probably, A, stop doing that. But B, the people that did fight in wars that, you know, did take up arms for this nation. um, That you made go places, you know, that they didn't have a choice in. That we really didn't even have a choice in either because you all were calling the shots. We should probably take care of those people. Uh, Nominate conservative judges. Okay, whatever. And secure our nation's borders. Or other. I might go with other. Number eight, please indicate the top five issues that you believe are most important to you. Uh, And that is, it's a whole block of stuff. Uh, Economy and jobs, government expansion. Government expansion. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Taxes, Social Security, environment, Medicare, Medicaid, protecting traditional traditional values, Uh, energy, health care, government spending, gun control, education, immigration, Cutting federal deficit, ha, foreign policy, strong military, homeland security, race relations, and conservative judges, more of the same. Section 3, domestic issues. Number 1, how confident are you that America's economy will continue to improve in the next 12 months? It's been going good, so we'll say somewhat confident. 
Which of the following is the single most important economic issue facing you and your family? Unemployment, cost of health care, concern over funding for Social Security and Medicare. That's another topic maybe we'll talk on today. Who knows? Uh, inflation and rising prices overall and high taxes. Why would high taxes be on there? I thought Trump just did tax reform or something. Number three. Do you agree that President Trump and our Republican leaders in Congress should continue to be aggressive in working to pass legislation to create jobs, cut taxes and regulations, end economic uncertainty, and make America more competitive? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, four, do you support the Republican tax plan passed by Congress? Mm, unsure, because I don't necessarily oppose it. I don't think it's aggressive enough. Uh, five, do you believe Obamacare should be repealed and replaced or simply fixed? Repealed and replaced, fixed or unsure? Um, again, uh, unsure because none of this says just do away with it entirely. Maybe make a plan for those that need it that can be offered through the government if they opt for that service and otherwise... Open up the free market. How about that? Uh, do you support Republican efforts to enact a market-based health care system and health savings accounts that would allow Americans to control their own medical care? Actu actually, yes. Why not? It's worth a shot. Not everybody. It doesn't have to be a requirement for everybody, but a system. Allowing a system like that to operate for those that want to be a part of it? Yeah, sure. Number seven, do you support President Trump's efforts to secure our nation's southern border by building a wall? No. Wall, stupid. Dumb. Arbitrary. Expensive. Raising the deficit. Raising the debt. There's ways about that. Um, number eight, do you support canceling all federal funding to sanctuary cities that fail to enforce U.S. immigration law? Well, as long as there's immigration laws and cities aren't following that law, maybe yes. Uh, number nine, do you believe America should suspend immigration from terror-prone regions where vetting cannot safely occur? That's a, that's a touchy subject. That's a tough one. Um, because, you know, immigration, immigrating to America should be easy for somebody who wants to come here, live here, be a productive member of society, and work. Um, I, that I do believe. Um, do I think that there's a problem with vetting people? Probably break away from libertarians on this. I don't, have, I don't necessarily have a problem saying that vetting is, is, should occur. Um, you know, kind of to make sure that you're... A somewhat good character, at least if you are a blatant terrorist, that we could stop you and be like, all right, you're a terrorist. You're not coming in here. But that being said, number 10, do you support creating a skills-based immigration system that is more responsive to the needs of our economy and preserves the quality of jobs available to American workers? You know, um, that's not necessarily bad, but did you know there's there's a report out right now that there's actually more jobs available than there are workers for those jobs. Apparently, that was reported not that long ago. Let me see if I can find the source. In fact, it was reported by Jeff Cox on CNBC that there are more jobs than people out of work, something that the American economy has never experienced before. 
There are 6.7 million job openings and just 6.4 million available workers to fill them, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Does that mean that uh, that could be accredited to Trump? I'm not going to say yes or no. Um, I don't believe that that's directly accredited to President Trump. But the economy is a little better. Um, but they've never, that's a phenomenon. They've never experienced a situation where there's more jobs than workers available for those jobs. Here's a good one. Number 11. The Democrats' fixation on climate change has led to costly regulations that are negatively affecting our nation's economy across the board. Do you think climate change is a major threat to our nation? Yes, no, or unsure. Again, too narrow. I do believe that climate change is a thing. I do believe that, to a degree, mankind has probably contributed to it. However, how much can we do to curb it? Like, I, I'm one of those people that, like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, per se. But uh, th there is money involved in movements. There's money involved in all sorts of movements. All right, Green energy, if you were a company that's making solar panels, you're going to bank off of people wanting green energy. So you're going to push the narrative that you're better. You know, Get solar panels on your roof. It's cleaner energy. Actually, technically right now, it goes back into the grid of all the messy blah energy being created. And it's not curbing... Hardly anything other than where the dollars are going. Just throwing it out there. Um, Twelve, do you think race relations in America are getting better or worse? Um, right now, I would say it's very, like, I would say in this day and age, you would think they're better. Um, I think it all depends on how the narratives are being driven. Uh, but I don't think that they can always be better. Let's put it that way. 13, President Trump has called for eliminating the U.S. Department of Education and transferring educational supervision from the federal government to local communities. Do you agree with such a proposal? Actually, yes, I do. As a libertarian, uh, I believe that a nationalized system in a country this big with this many people um, doesn't work out very well. It's not very efficient and doesn't promote the overall general welfare and education of the people here. So I think more community-based... I think community-based beats out big old federal government every time. And I don't think it's evil to say that. I think there's some kind of... Um, I don't know. People get a sour taste when you say stuff like that. But I believe that the communities have a better grasp of the people, better grasp of, of things going on. And when you try to standardize something at such a high federal level, I just don't think it works out very well. 14, do you support canceling all of Barack Obama's unconstitutional executive orders that created new regulations, fees, and other freedom-destroying measures? Um, I'm against executive orders, period, the end. That kind of turns the presidency into a, 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 a monarchy. Well, not a monarchy. Well, yeah, kind of. You know, it turns it into a more royalty, like, oh, this is what the, the king has declared it, so now it will be so. And... Democrats and liberals should have thought of that when President Obama was passing executive order after executive order instead of praising it, saying, like, you know, hey, that's actually not how it's written in the constructs of the government. 
So maybe you should do it the proper way because now you got Trump in office and every executive order he's put out has been scrutinized by everybody. But those people scrutinizing Trump weren't scrutinizing Obama because they liked his executive orders. Just saying. Uh, Do you believe, number 15, do you believe more federal laws that impede individual Second Amendment rights are the proper response to gun violence in our nation? Um, No. I have a very broad opinion on the Second Amendment. Um, And I think the gun violence problem isn't necessarily access to guns or ease of access to guns as much as it is a multifaceted issue. We've talked about that before, too. But that's the buzzwords they're going to use. They're going to get the people who, you know, they're trying to take our guns. Um... 16, do you agree that in response to the Department of Veteran Affairs failing in its role to properly serve the health care needs of America's veterans, that they should be guaranteed the right to choose their own doctor and have full access to care outside of the VA? Absolutely. That's the way I thought it should be done. I thought they should be compensated by going to their own private doctor uh, of their choice and not a VA system, which I believe is a big highlight of why some kind of nationalized healthcare system would be a bad idea if we put everybody on it. If not, like, if not in concept, people will say, oh, these other countries do it, right? All right, fine. I guess their governments aren't as effed up as ours. But whatever. Uh, 70, do you agree with President Trump that fixing our nation's inner cities and working to rebuild our crumbling highways, bridges, tunnels, airports, schools, and hospitals... Must be a top federal priority in the next few years. Uh, I There will never be a day in Delaware that a road isn't under construction. How about that one? Suck on that. Number 18 is President Trump right to pursue fair trade deals and renegotiate present trade policies with other countries as a means of boosting America's economy by protecting and creating jobs, increasing American wages, and reducing our nation's trade deficit. Trade deficit is a big thing because deficit sounds like a bad word in the case of the national deficit of dollars and money and all that. It is. A trade deficit is meaning we trade dollars for product. All right. So uh, another nation we might have a deal with, we get a product from them, we exchange our U.S. dollar for that product. If we do that, we have a trade deficit with them because we coughed up money for it. We didn't trade another item or anything. We don't have something of equal or lesser value, yada, yada, yada. Um, so trade deficit, I think, is harped on, but it's not necessarily bad. So re- renegotiating trade deals and all that, I mean, trade should be as free as possible between us and other nations, period, the end. If that's not the end goal, then I don't, you know, I don't know what to support. 19, President Trump is committed to reducing crime in America and ending the violence against law enforcement officers. Do you support these efforts? Um, I would like to revamp the entire criminal justice system from, from head to toe, uh, including criminal justice reforms, so that we can reduce what we consider crime, because... We have a hard time defining crime itself. Usually for crime, you have to have a victim. There's plenty of people that go to jail where there was no victim. You know? So there's that. Um, I do support 
you know, ending violence against law enforcement and other officials and, and things like that. I support efforts that would do that, but in the proper way and multifaceted levels. 20. In an attempt to undermine our democracy, Russia engaged in a sinister and somatic attack on our political system in the 2016 presidential elections. With the critical midterm elections just months away, do you believe our government should act immediately to protect the integrity of our elections? I can't believe that's on. That, I, they admit it. They admit that Russia engaged in a sinister and somatic. Somebody call Robert Mueller! It's right here in black and white! They did. They exploited both sides. It's a big deal. We need to pay attention to it. Last section. This has been long. We're already at 36 minutes. I'm sorry. Section 4, National Defense. Number one, do you support rebuilding our nation's military by eliminating the defense sequester and expanding our military investment? Again, our military is freaking huge. Freaking huge. Which of the following do you think has the most impact on America's foreign policy in the next five years? The unstable political situation in the Middle East. Yeah, pull out of it. Don't, don't get involved in it. It's not our business. North Korea's threat of using nuclear weapons. Their nuclear, webs, uh, their nuclear site collapsed. You say you're having a summit with him in the next day. You might not be having a summit. I don't know. Iran's development of nuclear weapons. The growing military and economic power of China. Yeah, it's scary. I guess, whatever. The growing influence and power of Russia, you're still buddy-buddy with them. And today, Trump has told G7 that Russia should be invited back into the G7 summit. I guess that's what you do if you, if you fear the growing influence and power of Russia. The unstable economic markets around the world and increased terrorism around the world, or all of the above or other. Three, should America take military action if necessary to keep North Korea from using nuclear weapons? If they're going to use a nuclear weapon on you, don't let them hit you. I think any nation would do that. Uh, do, you support or do you support or oppose the United States sending group ground troops to Iraq, Syria, and other areas to destroy ISIS and other radical Islamic terrorist groups? I do oppose it because we created them. Our stupid foreign intervention policies created them. Now we're going and trying regime changes and nation building, which has failed for the last 20 years. Move on. Stop effing up the world. Do you agree with Republicans' commitment to continue to fully fund a, quote, missile defense shield for our nation to protect us from future missile threats? What is that? Is that the stupid... Is that the space police thing? I, I don't even... I thought we had a missile defense shield. Don't we have... We, 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 I'm sure... Uh, Jesus Christ. Six. Should the U.S. take a more muscular attitude towards Russia and China as they move to establish themselves as military and economic superpowers? More muscular attitude. What does that even mean? Just flex that cookies. Look at us. Oh, man. Um, number seven. Do you agree that our federal government must go all out to combat cyber attacks on our nation's government, businesses, and infrastructure? Absolutely. They also need to abolish the NSA and stop data collecting on uh, private citizens and uh, stop investing in AI technologies and all this other crap. 
So that's the survey that I got from the Republican committee. And my question to you is, should I bother answering it and sending it back to him? I mean, I don't know. That was a mouthful of stuff, and I did not anticipate it to last that long going through it. I apologize for wrecking my entire podcast episode just reading this goddamn census thing. What the hell? And how the hell did I get my information? Did did one of you did one of you losers solicit them to send that to me? I can't stand you. I cannot stand you. Oh, man. So, um the Supreme Court of the United States uh, in a move this this past week had a 7 to 2 narrow ruling, which this this was the best part. All right, so let's let's break down some of the facts of this case. All right, Masterpiece Cake Shop Owned by Jack Phillips, who is a devout Christian person. I don't know his denomination. I didn't look that far into it. And he refused to create a wedding cake to a same-sex couple because he disapproved of same-sex marriage on religious grounds. Basically, yeah, I have a cake shop. I'm a baker. You want a cake for your same-sex marriage. I do not want to support same-sex marriage or be involved in that, so I am not baking the cake. All right. We can we can just we we can discuss that in a number of different ways if we want. Um number 1, I've never read in the Bible where it says uh thou shalt not bake a cake for the homosexuals because they are wrong. Never never once read that in the Bible. Um, and I read the Bible many a time uh, throughout my younger days and in high school and was being prepped by a church to go door knocking over this stuff. Yeah, I could sit here and say it's very, very arbitrary for somebody to be like, well, I'm a Christian and I don't believe in same-sex marriage and I can't support that because it would violate my religious beliefs because... Now, to me, for that, okay, point out in your book where it says God said don't do that. Um, Because it's not there. It's non-existent. All right? But, okay, let's not step on people's toes or whatever. All right. You say you don't want to support same-sex marriage and you can't participate in such a thing. You can't provide your service for dollars to the same-sex couple you know, basically, let's spin it another way. These this same sex couple keeps coming into his bakery and buying blueberry muffins every day because they love his blueberry muffins. He doesn't tell them, "Ah, you're homosexual. Get out. You're not even welcome here." He he sells them blueberry muffins all the live long day. But when they come in and say, "Hey, we're getting married. We want a cake." For our wedding, and he says, "Well, I'm I'm sorry, I don't support same-sex marriage, and I don't, you know, I'm not, I I'm not gonna personally on personal grounds participate in that." That's what he says. All right, uh, those I th- those I believe are two different cases. Um, the first case, if they come in for blueberry muffins, they're same-sex couple, and he looks at him, he goes, "Oh God, homosexuals, get out." That would be discrimination. That would be like you know, I don't like the gays, get out of here. So I do see a difference between that and between I'm not going to bake a cake for a gay wedding. I do see a difference in that. 
Um, I can't put my I can't put me in other people's minds and think think the way they do. But if I was still an active, you know, if I was still an active Mormon boy like I was, and I had a bakery, and a same sex couple came in and wanted me to bake a cake for them, I would do it because I want their money. Um, I don't care what other people are doing with their lives, um, whether or not. As a Mormon, I was taught that it was a. Well, uh, yeah, let me be open and honest about it. As a Mormon, I was taught that uh, same-sex relations was wrong. That's what I was taught as a Mormon. Um, even as I was taught it growing up as a Mormon, uh, in my head, being a practicing and faithful Mormon, then I thought, that's none of my business. I'm not supposed to be the judge, jury, or executioner at all. That's God's business. So I don't care if there's same sex over there because they're not me. I'm not at, I'm not doing that. I don't feel that way. And it's not my business. And who cares what two consenting people over there are doing because they're not hurting anybody. That's been, that's been my view for years and years and years. Um, and that would be my view still to this day. If I was an active practicing faithful Mormon, um, I would bake the cake. All right. Do I believe that? There should be a law that the government is there with a gun to the guy's head saying bake the cake. However, no, not exactly. Not exactly. I'm not down for this concept that people have of uh, government-enforced moral regulation uh, because the government, really, I mean, the government isn't good moral authority, ladies and gentlemen. Um, a lot of times, in discrimination cases, the source of the discrimination was the government, okay? That's my belief. But listen, here's here's the bake the cake argument from somebody like, you know, oh, I don't know, a congressional can or Senate Senate candidate Austin Peterson. This was back during the libertarian presidential debate with John Stossel on Fox Business. Governor Johnson has stated that he believes that Bakers should be forced to bake wedding cakes for people that they disagree with, homosexual couples. And this is a big problem because we're running for but president is he correct as a libertarian. In quoting you? Uh, yes, but I think that if you discriminate on the basis of uh, religion, I think that that is a black hole. Look, I think you should be able to discriminate for stink or you're not wearing shoes or whatever, but I'll tell you what, if we discriminate on the basis of religion, to me, that's doing harm to a big class of people. And right should now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi wedding Muslims cake? I think Muslims right now in this country, I think Muslims in this country would be banned by all sorts of businesses right now because it would be the popular thing so to do. So the Jewish baker to should the have to bake the cake for the Nazi wedding. That's uh, that would be my contention. Yes, and uh, the example that I cited was how about well the example I cite is how about the uh, utility uh, that the, the utility that is privately owned and because it's the only um, it's the only market that I have to buy my electricity they're going to cut me off for religious reasons. This betrays a fundamental lack of understanding of the free market. You have to allow the marketplace to work. The government cannot stamp out bigotry. The government is not supposed to make us into better people. That's not what the United States was founded on. The United States was founded so that we could be whatever we wanted. Now, I hate bigotry, and I would stand outside these people's store, and I would encourage a boycott. I stand up for my friends my get for their gay rights. And everyone should be, should be equal before the law. But let the bigots out themselves. Let's know who's going to do it. Who wants to eat a cake out of, from someone who Out of who time, Austin, I get your point coming up.
Very, uh, it was a very contentious debate point between uh, the Austin Peterson and Gary Johnson during the Libertarian presidential debates uh, throughout because Austin Peterson's question was, if it's a Jewish baker and there's a white supremacist, you know, Nazi going in, should the Jewish baker have to serve that guy? And a lot of people would say, well, no, he shouldn't have to. But then they don't like the counter to that answer that uh, a homosexual person or an LGBTQ person could go into a Christian bakery. And the Christian bakery could say, ah, we don't serve you people. I get it. Everybody wants that equality and everybody, you know, that's something that I give to everybody. Because that's what decent human beings do. I don't think that the government can make people decent human beings. I don't think that they can force it. I don't think at the at the at gunpoint from the government threatening jail time and all these other things. I don't really think it corrects that behavior in people. But the free market of ideas, the free market exchange, the 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 concept of the free market working out is that maybe you have a Christian baker who tells the gays, "I'm not working with you guys. I'm not baking cakes for you." There go, at that point, the same-sex couple probably is never going to go to that bakery again. And this is, mind you, the concept that there's always another bakery. Goes to another bakery, and that baker goes, I don't care if you're gay. I'll gladly work with you. Who do you think's going to be propped up? And that's, that's the big question. People wouldn't want the Christian guy discriminating against the LGBTQ uh couple or the same sex couple they wouldn't want that guy to be staying in business and they might get people like me who's on board who says you know I can't believe you just wouldn't serve somebody just because of who they are and what they're doing which doesn't affect you at all as a person as an individual what they're doing over here in their private lives doesn't affect you yet you won't bake them a cake or sell them a blueberry muffin The free market can work those things out. The free market can provide something there. Because after this narrow ruling, it was a 7-2 to ruling. And if you read into the case, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled 7-2 to in favor of the Christian Baker, mostly over how the Colorado court treated him. Mostly how the Colorado court They felt they, they were a little hostile towards his religion, if you read into it. In fact, on 9news.com, there's an interview with Diane Rice, who is the former Colorado Civil Rights Commissioner, and she was called out by the Supreme Court for quotes that she said um, following that case. Um, the The... Here we go. The Supreme Court found this comment by Rice during the July 25th, 2014 Civil Rights Commission hearing to be disparaging. The quote in question was, or, or is, quote, I would also like to reiterate that what we said in the hearing or the last meeting, 
Freedom of religion and religion has been used to justify all kinds of discrimination throughout history, whether it be slavery, whether it be the Holocaust, whether it be, I mean, we can list hundreds of situations where freedom of religion has been used to justify discrimination. And to me, that is one of the most despicable pieces of rhetoric that people can use to use their religion to hurt others. Diane Rice claims that her comments were made after the decision of the Colorado Civil Rights Commission was made, stating that they had already voted and that her comments didn't influence the rest of the commission. However, staying, however, regretting to say that religion was used as an excuse for the Holocaust and that it was wrong and that she held no uh, ill intent toward or were trying or had no ill intent to Mr. Phillips nor did she believe that Mr. Phillips or Masterpiece Cake had any ill intent or were trying to do away with the LGBTQ community. Um, Justice Anthony Kennedy used her comments in the disposition of this uh, Supreme Court ruling saying, quote, to describe a man's faith as one of the most despicable pieces of rhetoric that people can use is to disparage his religion in at least two distinct ways. One, by describing it as despicable and also by characterizing it as merely rhetorical, something insubstantial and even insincere. That's the bottom line, though. Some of us think that you can have a free market world where private establishments can choose to discriminate but we believe that in the free market world, they will lose business if they don't conform their standards. And that the government trying to enforce standards doesn't work out to the best of the ability that people think it does. So in the case of Christian Baker's baking cakes for same-sex couples, I'm sure that you could find... A laundry list of Christian bakers who will tell you, yeah, same-sex marriage really isn't something that I would support or something that I'm down with, but I don't care what people are doing in their individual lives. It doesn't really affect me, and yes, I'll bake them cakes all day long. But you get that one guy that says, oh, it's against my religion because uh, I've guys in Matthew chapter 7, verse 2, it says... Uh, he who bakes a cake for the same-sex couple will surely rot in hell for all eternity. That doesn't exist. It's not in the Bible. Okay? Whatever. Guys, that was a mouthful for me, and I know most of it was this goddamn census thing, but I got it, and I had to read it, and I had to look at it. So, I don't know. Should I send in the census? I don't know. Should I answer? Should I answer with the answers that I gave you? Should I use a Sharpie? Should I not follow the rules on it at all? I don't know. Give me some advice, man. Also, uh, hey, guys, follow me on Twitter. It's at FritzQS on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Hounds, Hound of Justice FS. Hound of Justice FS on Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash the FritzCast. FritzCast.wordpress.com for the blog. And 71Republic for occasional contributions. Shout out to 71Republic the work that they do week in and week out and as always you can reach me at fritzcastpodcast at gmail.com cut print it love you guys and i'll see you next week